For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk Recorded live. Welcome back to the G Stilio Sports Hour right here on the NGSC Radio Network and the Happy Hour Network. Uh, with me now is my friend, good friend of the show, very knowledgeable human being on some topics. Most topics, sometimes smarter than me. Would you say you're smarter than me, Swan Staley? I know. I, I don't know. Um, what was your um, SAT score? <laughs> <laughs> you had to take it there, huh? Gloves <laughs> <laughs> already off. Yeah, yeah. I, I, won't, I won't lie. I'm like, I'm like mentally handicapped when it comes to numbers. So I was one of those guys that blasted away on the verbal and suffered greatly trying to figure out math problems in the SAT. Uh, I you know. mean, I, I never really told anybody because uh, I was really because uh, it was it was pretty high, so I didn't want to tell anybody. So, but it, like I say, it was just it was high. Like I'll just tell everybody that you know I, I hate to tell everybody what it is, and then everybody had all these expectations of me and stuff like that. But it was you know it wasn't genius level, but it was pretty high. Yeah, yeah, like 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 mine should have been like two hundred points higher. I'll, I'll I'll say that much. It should have been two hundred points. And then like at the end, I was just kind of writing nonsense. I wanted to get out of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like I kind of screwed myself. But whatever, that's all good. And you know what? That's all right, Swan. I got you on the day talk NBA finals. But of course, I'm gonna start off with the NHL finals. And the reason why I want to talk about it is because my team won the cup. Um, what what? J- 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 just in general, what, what's your take with this Blackhawks franchise that, that, and, and, and being led by Kane and Tate, yeah, oh, Kane and Tate for the third time? I mean, they're, they're the modern-day dynasty in uh, the NHL, so you kind of have to, you know, give them props. I mean, three championships in six years. That hadn't been done since the Red Wings in the late 90s, early 2000s. So, yeah, I think we're seeing a similar type run out of them. The thing about the Red Wings, though, they had older players. This, t- this Chicago team has a lot of younger players that's going to, you think, be together for a lo- long time. So that's the scary part as opposed to looking at the Red Wings when they were winning all their championships. But, yeah, they, they got a really good nucleus. Um, Taze is there, obviously Kane, and those going to be interesting to see. I don't think we've seen a duo like that since Mario Lemieux and uh, um, um, we all met Yager, excuse me. But, again, that was, they had a bit of an age difference. Both of these guys are really, really young. At, at, at this point, would you take? I mean, yeah, I, I would have to guess most people would take Hayes and Kane over over um, Crosby and Malkin, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think, like I said, I think they're definitely. Uh, I would definitely do that over that over that duo. Yes, I would do that. But uh, they, like I said, they're one of the best tag teams, tag teams uh, of all time. Like I said, you look at some of the best duos in NHL history. You know, like I said, I just brought up one with Yager and um, Lemieux, Messier, and Gretzky. Um, you talk about um, Sergei Federov, Steve Yeiserman. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of good ones, though, but they certainly deserve to be in that conversation. And it's funny because uh, we, we talk about – everybody talks about Taze um, and Kane the most, but obviously the MVP was Justin Keith. 
um, who was just like an Iron Man throughout the whole playoff run. I, mean, I, I forgot how many minutes was he was averaging a game. I keep saying like 35 or 36 minutes a game. It was something like <laughs> like he shouldn't be doing, and he looked fresh every time. Earlier on the show, I was looking at the contract, and Taze and Kane are here for a long time. Duncan Keith's here for a long time. Crawford's here for about four more years, which is pretty good considering how good he looked in the final. But um, I was looking, and that's what, the one that gets me nervous is Brandon Todd. You know, he's a young guy, and he looks great. He, he looked great all year. He looked great in the playoff. And he's someone that I think can be lured away because this is a salary cap. So, Yeah, I mean, it's only so much. The NHL is a um, very hard cap. So there's only so much you're going to be able to do. So you just keep you keep your best players together, which obviously is Tays and Kane. And, you know, and you kind of just and you kind of change the parts around them, and I think that's kind of what they've done. You know, they have the nucleus together, but they, the parts around them have changed. They hadn't changed, and their play is only going to continue to get better. And you know, you got to give props to also Corey uh, Crawford as well. Yes, his, his performance. Um, he came into the playoffs, and you know, I was one of his biggest critics. I thought that was the weakness of the Blackhawks, and that's why I didn't think they were going to win it. But he really stepped up when it was needed. Only allowed two goals in the last three games, so. You really got to give him props and you know credit them. He has a, he was had a very big part in why they uh they hoisted the they hoisted the Stanley Cup last night. Um, just two more points uh, on the finals. Um, like it was crazy because with Tampa Bay, Stamkos was being shut out and and Kane on on the Blackhawks was being shut out and it it, it, it kind of said something for Kane and but what and and how clutch he's been in his career and and the role he's played on this team. It's because he's been quiet pretty much this whole series. You know, he hasn't quite this whole series, but he gets that one goal that kind of is the icing on the cake. And, and, and couldn't you say that that's pretty much what you expect from Patrick Kane at this point? I mean, yeah. I mean, you're going to – you definitely expect him to step up when he's needed. And, you know, other times – like, he's not – they have a really good team. That's the thing about the Blackhawks. Like, their team is just as a whole is very good. Yeah, you have two superstars there. But they they have a really really good foundation and obviously they're well coached you know Joe Quinville so I mean they have all the combinations like the you know the, the parts that you want in a good team and obviously Crawford as I alluded to play very well so yeah I mean he steps up when it's needed and when his numbers call like a, just like a good captain would um so so give me a number like I said I'm pretty sure it's the, these guys are together until like the year 2020 and I think Duncan. Keith is there to 2018, you know. Um, like, how many more championships do you think the Kane and Tays duo can end up with? If all goes well for the Blackhawks, if they're, if they're continually managed correctly and these guys stay healthy, how many more championships get, would you just guess? Um, I, I probably would say um, maybe one more. It's hard to, it's hard to repeat mm-hmm. it. Really, you look at the Blackhawks and the Kings, it seems like we've been alternating who's been winning the championship, you know, the past few years. So it's hard to uh, repeat. And then, you know, things change, injuries happen. I, I, I mean, they're young enough to be able to win another championship, but it is so hard to kind of keep up that pace. I'll, I'll go with one more. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if they'd win maybe, you know, two more Stanley because it's just unheard of. To, they already have three. It, it would be unheard of if they would win any more than five. But I, I definitely see them at least winning one more championship before it's all said and done. And, and, and you know what's hard about the back-to-back is that the playoffs, like just like the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs are pretty much like another season, and and it's such a taxing physical. Look what the Kings. So good at NHL look, playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, look, like they didn't the even make it. <laughs> yeah, they were so drained. Like they played the most playoff games the last three years out of anybody, and that was including the Blackhawks. Like you know, so they they're, it's draining. It's very draining. 
you know, when you're going through these tough long series, especially what the Kings did, they were going through bat to bat seven game series, and it's just it takes a toll on your body. And hockey, I think, is you know even more brutal than football, as because you're playing it three days a week. And basketball, obviously, is not necessarily as much contact. So you're playing it like three days a week, and it's, it's a brutal game. And you add the playoffs into it, and add more games into it. It's almost essentially another season. Yeah, and, and, and it'll be interesting to see how the Rangers are next year because the Rangers made it into the finals last year and they made it game seven piece in conference. That's another team. And and, and, the, and the Rangers are like the Blackhawks. They don't really hit people, but they get hit a lot. It's okay because the Blackhawks aren't known to really hit anybody. You know, that, so it, that, those kind of teams just take a beating and they take a beating. Um, yeah, that, but yeah not, they'll be there. They'll definitely be there. Um, I like Tampa. They'll definitely be there again. Um, you know, I'm even, you know, I like Anaheim. You know, they just kind of – they're kind of like missing a piece or two. They're not far away either. So, it's going to be some intriguing teams going forward next year. Um, so, moving on to the NBA playoffs now, or just the NBA finals. Um, I, I, I really don't want us to go over the same rhetoric that's been repeated on every other podcast or every other – or every other, like – What just, about LeBron? Yeah, about LeBron and Steph Curry. I don't want to repeat any of that rhetoric. I, I, I just want to know from you. Um, it's Tuesday night. Do just Golden State wrap it up in game six? Uh, I think it's gonna go seven. I think um, I think Cleveland's gonna win. I think LeBron's gonna have at least one more monster game. Not that he can't. He's been having monster games all season. Or seriously, we, um, as a I mean, except for game four, that was the only game he really wasn't the best player on the floor. But clearly, he's been the best player in the four, four out of five games, and I expect him to have another monster game. And I think Golden State wraps it up on Thursday. I just think that. He's going to come out motivated. The crowd's going to be live. And, you know, Golden State's played very well, and I think they're the better team in the series. But I just I have a feeling LeBron's just going to go off for whatever reason. It's just amazing. If LeBron, if LeBron had, like, you and me on the team, it'd be an upgrade from what he had. He probably had a better chance to win it. It's just like he's – I've never seen a guy work with like, – like, 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 like do so much with as less as he has, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think said that like, yesterday. Um, yeah, I think um, the kind of the narrative has been, you know, with him, you know, people compare them to Michael Jordan. I don't think that's fair in itself. But if you want to compare, you know, the two, I don't think Jordan played, you know, he never did what LeBron did. And I'm not saying LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if Jordan has that had that ability to, you know, make that many people better and to take a team as with, you know, chicken. You know, you know what, and to make it, you know, you make it this far in the finals. And, and you know what's funny? I actually, I actually saw a video. Somebody put it up um, of Jordan after he won the three peat. I'm not sure if you saw it. It's out, and and pretty much he's talking about the three peat, and and he, he's saying something that he was prideful at the time because I think it didn't do it. Magic didn't do it, and and he, and he said he said it right there. He's like, I'm. This doesn't make me better than Isaiah. Or better than Magic, he was like it's not even fair because we're all in different eras. Like if Michael Jordan could understand that back then in '93, I don't know why people can't understand that now. You know, in comparing the different players, different eras, because it, it it becomes a different game every 15 years with a different kind of athlete every 15 years in NBA. Well, I think we want everybody to be the Nets. We're looking for the searching for the Nets, Michael Jordan. We were doing that even before LeBron played a game Kobe. in the NBA. Supposed to be Kobe, like, really? Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or yeah, we we already we anoint people thinking they're gonna be you know Jordan, and then when they're not, they we kind of you know down them for not being you know the superstar or the heroes that we grow up being. Like I just think we should just appreciate what LeBron is. I don't think you necessarily need 
him to be Michael Jordan. I think, you know, you Michael Jordan had his time, and I enjoy watching him play, and I still love you know, uh-huh. He's one of my favorite players of all time. That doesn't necessarily mean we can't enjoy, you know, I enjoy Kobe. Obviously, you know, I grew up a Laker fan, and, you know, I grew, you know, I enjoyed that era, and he's coming, his career is winding down, and I'm enjoying watching LeBron play. You know, hopefully he stays, God willing, he stays healthy, and we get to see another great few years, you know, out of him, and It'll be somebody, you know, after him to supplant him, you know, we'll enjoy that. So you just, just enjoy the game. I don't think we necessarily need to have these comparisons on because, like I said, I just don't think they're fair. And, and you know what? And everybody can make their argument of saying the next Jordan was LeBron, the next Jordan was Kobe. But, but I, I think you and me will be in agreement saying that people kind of whipped when they anointed Harold Minor as baby Jordan. I think people whipped on that. <laughs> yeah, just, just a bit. Just a bit. <laughs> I mean, he had the look going and everything, but I mean that was just. I mean, I, it, it was more about the dunking, and even that, exactly. it wasn't like that but good. He I mean, flying. He wasn't flying. Yeah, that was like the you low know. life of the dunk contest, to be quite honest with you. I mean, it, it got him a sneaker deal. I mean, and I actually, I actually looked up Harold Miner the other day, and he's not broke. Or whatever, he's actually he invested his money in some kind of debt. It might be real estate or something. He's doing perfectly fine. So. It was just refreshing to see that because usually with these NBA players that that fizzle out, it's not it's not that pleasant of a story in the afterlife, you know. But um, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. That, that, so that, so in the end game of it all, yeah, yeah, you you think Golden State wins it then in seven? Yeah, I do. So I do. Uh, yeah, I think they're gonna. Yeah, I just think it's hard to, you know, do what they Cleveland has done. It's just phenomenal to get this far, you know, without it was just LeBron and like I said, I think they're gonna win tonight. But I, I think you know Golden State's the better team and. You know, I you know I would like to see Cleveland win it just based on you know LeBron and he he's just willed the team and he he's playing at the MVP. You know he should be the uh, Finals MVP. I actually wrote about that. You know unless Steph Curry goes out for like a huge game, like LeBron, nobody's outplayed LeBron in this series. Um, and believe it or not, it's only it's been one Finals MVP that you know came from a losing team, and that was Jerry West in 1969. So. Yeah, it's possible, but I don't know how likely it's going to be. But in in any in this case, it might be you know warranted because LeBron's played so well. You see, and and like that that was my whole problem with um with Stephen Curry getting MVP. I don't know how you felt. I mean, you only I don't think I ever discussed Stephen Curry getting MVP. Like I I I'm, I'm, I was in the corner, petis- still petitioning for LeBron, but really petitioning for Russell Westbrook. Because I, I thought he was – come on, Russell Westbrook was working with less of a team as well at the time. You know, he wasn't working with, with, with his full deck either. But it's like – when you look at Stephen Curry, he, he's a great player, but he's also part of a, of a great ensemble cast. You know, it, 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 it's hard. It, like, and, and I'm not trying to take away – I'm not a Steph Curry fan, but I'm not trying to take away from what he's done this year. He, he shoots the ball better than anyone in recent history. But it's just when you look at MVP, we look at – and you see what LeBron is doing to the Golden State Warriors, this great team. And, and this is an all-time great team, the Golden State Warriors. You know, this is one of the best teams, the regular season teams of all time. And LeBron's, and LeBron's giving them all they can handle by himself, you could say. Uh, I I was on the James Harden bandwagon, which I know, like, some people wouldn't. But, you know, you look at what he did, especially with well, Dwight Howard for a, a better part of yeah. the year. So, right. yeah, I, you know, I, like, I'm not I'm not in favor of really, I mean, voting for uh, that's why I wouldn't vote for Russell Wilson. I mean, Russell Westbrook, excuse me, because they didn't make the playoffs. So that was my whole Fair argument there. Um, as far as Stephen Curry, I mean, I didn't mind with him winning it, but I, I knew LeBron was going to win it because, you know, he's changed teams and he's won so many MVP awards. That just wasn't going to happen. And, you know, it was really just between Harden and Curry, and Curry had the better re- – his team had the better record. So 
that's kind of how it works, you know, with the rodents. So, but I, I was on the board with James Harden just because of what he did with, you know, not as good of a team. It, it's just, it's kind of insane because, I mean, if LeBron is, I mean, LeBron, you could just pretty much call him the king of the East because if he's on a team in the Eastern Conference, they're going to go to the finals. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty much the way And that's what I told people right at the beginning of the year. Like, I thought, that's why I thought they were going to the finals. I was like, look, who, who's going to stop them? You know, Chicago, I mean, they had a lot of questions. Like, I, um, even coming into the season, I know Paul uh, Gasol played very well, and, you know, Jimmy yeah. Butler had a really good year, but they couldn't they couldn't stop them, man. That, that was the only team. Atlanta, you know, nobody thought Atlanta was going to be as good as what they were anyway, but once the playoffs come, like, they just – they got exposed. So, they nobody – I mean, that, like, and, when LeBron's and, the yeah, best I mean, player. You look at Atlanta. So. Atlanta, like, struggled getting past Brooklyn. Terrible. You know, yeah. <laughs> so you, you you kind of knew the writing was on the wall after they beat Brooklyn. Like, all right, if you struggle with Brooklyn, you know, <laughs> the writing was on the wall. And now, that's the, the same thing with Chicago. Chicago had uh, they were up three nothing against Milwaukee, and they let them win two games in the series. I was like, they're not ready to uh, beat Cleveland. Hmm. And, and who knows now what's what's going to be in, in in Chicago if Jimmy Butler is going to go away and what this new head coach Hoiberg is going to do for them. You know, tough, tough situation right there. Oh, uh, before you go, what did you think of the the Clippers and Hornets trade? I actually thought I actually thought it was a smart move by the Clippers because it it, 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 it and as a guy who can play defense on the wing, you know, he scores in spurts. But and and he's gonna be he's gonna be with a team that he knows he's not the best guy on. He's not gonna have a lot stressed on him in Lance Stevenson. Um, of course, having him around Los Angeles is kind of scary, but that's why he plays Lance Stevenson. But I, I actually thought. For the Hornets, it kind of made no sense because you get early last season, you get you get Matthew Barnes. I mean, I don't, well, gonna I don't know. Well, they're going to cut Yeah, they're going to oh, they uh, they're going to release him. Yeah, um, he, they're going to buy his contract out, like which is the buyout is one million dollars because he, he's going to have he's going to be there for one year anyway. Like he, the rest of his deal is just for one year. So, but it has a buyout clause. So that was part of the trade. Like they just want they just wanted to free up money because it just it didn't work. The trade just didn't work in their favor. Yeah. And they're gonna have Spencer Hawes as well, somebody that can just get minutes, um, take pressure off of um, Al Jefferson. So it just didn't work out for um, the, uh, the, uh, Stevenson, and you know you, he's gonna go to this, um, he's gonna go to the Clippers, and I think that's a good fit for him with Doc Rivers because mm-hmm. he's a strong-minded coach, and he'll be able to get the most out of him. Whereas Steve Clifford with the Hornets, I mean, you know he's very inexperienced coach. You know nobody hasn't been around the block kind of like the Doc Rivers, um, even Frank Vogel. You know, didn't have the experience Doc Rivers had, so I think you can pick a better place for Stevenson to go than the Clippers. See that, and, and uh, I'm glad the Clippers did it because the Clippers actually shut me up. Because my problem with them was that it, it, it seemed like every year you know, you can make the argument that the Clippers could come out the West. Every year, you, ever since they got Chris Paul, pretty much, you can make the argument that they could come out the West. And it's like they, it's like I didn't know I didn't know what, what like what else they could do with this team. You know, I, I didn't know what else they could do. And I think getting a piece like Lance Stevenson, I'm not saying it, it tops them over or puts them over the top, but it's interesting. It makes it intriguing once again to watch the Clippers and, and, just, and, and to see their process coming up the West. Yeah, it definitely helps them. Like, it'll help, it'll help their bench, I think, is uh, take pressure off of um, with CP3 as well and the rest of their guards. So I, I think I actually love the move. And, you know, curious to see. It, it, could, it could be a home run pick. Depending, if he can turn back to that player he was in Indiana, like, this could be, you know, a big-time move has been the Western Conference. Should be interesting, and it's a long ways off. But um, <laughs> so, so tonight's one says Cleveland wins, and he says ultimately Golden State wins. Um, I could probably see that. You know, I could probably see that. It's just sort of goes to the seven. Uh, 
Twan, uh, what, 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 anything new you're listening to music-wise right now or no? Um, I mean, the last thing I really listened to was the uh, the ASAP Rocky. That was really the. Uh, how would you like it? I, I, I thought it was too psychedelic and druggy for me. I actually liked. It. I thought it's better than what I expected. I, I really didn't have any expectation um, listening either. to it because I'm not. I, I was not really a big, you know, ASAP Rocky fan. Like, but I listened to the record. I was like, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Like, especially in the today's hip hop type of music, it's definitely listenable. Um, he he, he actually like, got still. He actually got still. Yeah. I I I just thought it was too trippy. The whole album was down a bit too trippy for for my own enjoyment. But he does have still though. Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely some. Um, he's really he's saying something. Like he's he's bringing yeah, some yeah, meaning yeah. behind it. And you know, I, I definitely you know I thought it was a solid album. Like you know, definitely like I say, it's definitely if you like hip hop, your today's type hip hop is something to listen to. So it, it's an, like I say, it's a something you can listen to and put it on and you know you wouldn't you would not like it i feel like it was just one of those things i was like all right you know, maybe if i pop some mollies or on ecstasy i'd enjoy it a little bit more you know it's too freaky for me <laughs> well kids is kind of like the same thing you know yeah. kind of like the same type rapper where it talks about you know drugs and you know psychedelic they try to you know be out there you know thought-provoking you know i guess you could say i swear about they're just hippies now like rappers right now are more more hippie than anything else you know that yeah. they're not really they're not really thugs they're more hippies you know it's, well really but, but Kanye started that whole backpack type of you know yep. rapper type thing and that's kind of you know translated and you know you see a lot of that today yeah and it, it, it's like because Kanye and Lil Wayne both kind of popped off around like Lil Wayne started blowing up and 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 you can tell all these young guys they kind of take a little bit of both of those guys right now yeah and they make it their own style yeah, so it's weird. It's an adjustment period for, for us veteran hip-hop listeners. It's an adjustment period. But, you know, I'll give it a chance. Um, but but <laughs> what, you sh- what you should be checking out on my throwback mixes I've been putting on Audio Mac, though. That's some good old school right there I've been putting together. Oh, yeah, I've been seeing I've been I've been listening to that. I've been uh, checking that out, actually. Yeah, man. From, I, you know, let me tell you, I, I put in so much work. I neglected neglected family and friends putting in, <laughs> like, 20. I put in, like, 20 mixes on that, like, well, I didn't know all that, but uh, yeah, 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 I, I actually I, liked it. Yeah, and if you got the Audio Max um, stuff, like, oh, whatever, I'll be promoting the crap out of it all summer pretty much, so whatever, but yeah. But. <laughs> all right, man, I appreciate your time, Tuan. Good conversation, as always. Um, any chance you're going to be up uh, in the Northeast by July 4th? What, say that again? Any chance you're going to be in the Northeast by July 4th? Um, I I had to let you know probably, probably so yeah, but That's right. yeah, I definitely I had to I had to let you know uh, confirm that with you in a couple of days. No doubt, no doubt, man. I uh, appreciate your time. Thanks for coming in the pinch, and um, I guess I'll talk to you during the week, buddy. All right, Dan, you take care. You can follow Antoine Staley on Twitter by his name, Antoine Staley. Also check out his website, AntoineStaley.com. Um, and yeah, that's I guess that's it. Um. Chicago Blackhawks, that's the big one. Oh, yeah, I want to keep talking about, about what I did, though. Uh, if you go to Audio Mac, I got a profile. We put it up on my Twitter profile. It's on my Facebook. It's on everything, really, that I do. Um, everybody knows I'm really into music and whatnot. And I started this series called Throwback, the Throwback Mix Series. And I kind of take a lot of 90s hip-hop, R&B, and I just put a whole bunch of nonstop mixes together, about 45 minutes each. I did about 20 of these mixes, man. Um, actually, took a lot of my time. Like I was telling Juan, a lot of my time. Uh, I want to thank MTV's Jesus Nice, though. Uh, my boy from back in the day. Oh, man, I'm trying to think now. Over 15 years, been knowing that boy. And now he's doing his thing on MTV. He's on Guy Code. Uh, he's on Choking Off. 
And I'm pretty sure he's going to be on the newest season of that Nick Cannon show. Got the name of that Nick Cannon show. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody freestyles. Well, yeah, he'll be on that too. So shout out to Jesus Nice. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram as well because he gave me a couple of drops, you know, some funny stuff going on. But uh, check that out on Audio Mac. I'll be putting it out on Twitter and whatnot. Thanks for checking out this week's show. Next week, hopefully I'll have this much energy again. Hopefully the Blackhawks, you know, hopefully the Blackhawks say, hey, we're going to sign Saad to 2020 as well. Yeah, you know, we're going to do that. We're going to do that just for you, Arthur. Arthur, I'm signing off. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Check out the dot-com website. Check out NGSESports.com. Check out the Happy Hour Network on Facebook. D-double-E-S-T-double-E-L-I-O. Be a witness. Give me the pawns. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.